Padres come back and win this one. I'm walking from Alpine to Petco. Okay. Yes. I'm with you again tonight. All right. Thank you. Yep. Scan you in? Of course. All right. Absolutely, I'm in. Right, Don? Is what it is. Yeah. Camarena to deep right field. Camarena plays it. Slam Diego. Are you kidding me? And welcome to Interesting to See for Friday, July 9th. I am Nick Andrews. This is your daily sports podcast about news, narratives, takes, and gambling. That was the San Diego Padres radio broadcast or TV broadcast or somebody. The Washington Nationals go up 8 to nothing after the top of the fourth. They got Max Scherzer, Cy Young Award winner, most dominant pitcher in baseball, occasionally on the bump, and a relief pitcher. A relief pitcher who got called up from AAA like that week goes yard. You see that a lot. Pitchers don't really respect other pitchers, as it were, because, like, why would they? Who cares? But he goes yard. The Padres add another one later on in the game. Let's see if I can pull up the uh, box score right here. Yeah, so they <laughs> 8 nothing Nationals after the top of the fourth. Seven runs by the Padres in the bottom of the fourth. 8-7 going into the sixth. Padres add one in the sixth, and then they walk it off in the bottom of the ninth. Unbelievable. Never, ever, ever count them out. They are ridiculous. Welcome to Interesting to See. It's Friday. I'm still kind of playing around with what I want to do with the show. I think that eventually Fridays will be used to preview football when football comes around. I've also considered using it to do a little bit of a deeper dive into one particular story. I'm getting some feedback here or there. Uh, it's available Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Also follow me on TikTok for highlights. Let's start with the NBA Finals, uh, which were last night. The Phoenix Suns, they take care of business against the Bucks. They're up two to nothing now. 108 to 118. The over hits one, 219 and a half. 42 points from Giannis. That's more like it. That's what the Bucks are going to need for him to win, but nobody else really helped out at all. The Suns were led by Devin Booker, who gets... Oh my God! My part, my my uh, my bet hit Devin Booker. You can't see it on the thing because of the way uh, it's set up. Devin Booker, thirty-one points, check. Six assists, check. Five rebounds, check. I think that was the bet. Oh no, might have been five assists and six rebounds. I'll have to check into that. The Suns now lead two nothing. The Bucks and six thing is a real thing. Game three, you're never you're never really in trouble in a series until you lose at home. Uh, the next game will be Sunday which is annoying. I guess we'll have other stuff to do. It's you know a summer Saturday, so uh, check back in with the NBA Finals on Sunday. I want to get into the narrative right now. So as someone who grew up playing hockey, and hockey was one of my favorite sports, like now my favorite sport is the NFL, but uh, hockey is one of my very favorite sports. It's a true love affair. I have noticed that because it is the only sport in North America that is truly a multinational sport, meaning that, you know, like, a third of the teams or an eighth or a fourth of the teams are in Canada to the point where during COVID they could have their own division. What this leads to is a little bit of national bias. And a lot of that national bias was called out last night by Nikita Kucherov. Or I guess, I don't know when this happened. Maybe it happened after the Stanley cup. I, I forget, but Kucherov, of course, <laughs> he is one of the best players in the world. He's an un, absolutely un, unreal player, perhaps the best player in the world back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. It's like, we're going to listen in. I'm going to play the music in the background so that I don't get sued. I really don't want to get sued for doing my rinky-dink little podcast here. So I'm going to play the music. 
You hear it? Great. So let's listen to what he says to the national media about the Canadians and about the voters and who they named MVP and who they, they named best goalie of the year. I don't know what to say. Back to back and I couldn't sleep for three nights. You know, and to be able to win this game is huge. Wasi was outstanding. MVP. I was telling him every day, Wasi, you're MVP. You, you're the best player. And then they gave it to whatever the guy in Vegas, the Vezina. And then last year, they, they gave Vezina to somebody else. Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Wasi took both cups. You know, he took MVP and I was keep telling him, he's MVP. He's the guy that... <laughs> he's the best. You know, he was on his head today and... You know, he kept us in the game, and another shout-out by him, remarkable. Can't even tell more. I'm so happy we... <laughs> I didn't want to go back to Montreal, but they acted... The fans in Montreal, come on. They acted like they won the Stanley Cup last game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? John Romano, they're, Tampa they're, Bay Times. They're f- Unbelievable right there. Nikita Kucherov going off about how the Lightning don't get any respect uh, from the national media. Remember, the Vezina Trophy goes to the best goalie of the year. It probably should have gone to Vasilevsky two years in a row. Hellerbuck won it last year, and Marc-Andre Fleury won it this year. Marc-Andre Fleury is not in the same stratosphere as uh, Vasilevsky. Nobody who knows hockey would ever think that. Hellerbuck had a good year, I guess. Hellerbuck plays in Canada, and Marc-Andre Fleury is... A Canadian gem. He was the first overall draft pick, so like that kind of pedigree matters a lot. Tampa's in Florida. These guys are Russian or, or Eastern European, so I can understand why he would get upset, but he didn't stop there. He had himself a night, so this is from Igor Larionov second. Igor Larionov is one of the greatest hockey players of all time. He is widely recognized as one of the top 100 ever. This is the tweet. Quote, I was at dinner with my dad yesterday. That's Igor Larionov. This is Igor Larionov Jr. tweeting this. I don't think Igor has an account. I was at, my, at dinner with my dad yesterday. He got a, a, call, a call from a random number, picks up, and it's Nikita Kucherov with the Stanley Cup. Kuch shouts, blah, 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 in Russian, which the translation is that you're my idol. Thank you. Uh, Igor then showed his dad the tweet that went viral, and he said that Igor Sr. told him that Kucherov always says he watches Igor Larionov's highlights, which means that every athlete can relate to watching your idol. They all do that over and over and over. You love to see something like that. Nikita Kucherov, of course, has been an OG from day one. Okay, it's got to get to something else here. Oh, man. Uh, A couple days ago, I want to try to find it. There's going to be a Kurt Warner movie. Ooh. Boom. This is an arena. Uh-huh, look at it. I want to see. Let's look at who's playing Kurt Warner. There he is. Are we going to watch this? Yeah, okay. So that, I mean, obviously everyone's going to watch that. There are kind of silly little sports movies that come out every now and then, and I guess it's for kids or teenagers, but they, you know, kids and teenagers have TikTok. They have Twitter. Is anyone going to this movie? Barstool Sports said exactly right. If you can see the tweet, I'll, I'll pull it back up. This looks like an SNL skit. It really does. Could not have said it better myself. It absolutely looks like an SNL skit. All right, wrapping up this nice, easy Friday show. This tweet from Adam Crowley is fascinating uh, from CBS Sports. You know what I'd watch instead of the Pro Bowl? Get the two worst teams in football to play the week before the Super Bowl, and the winner gets the number one pick. I love that. Jacksonville versus the Jets the week before the Super Bowl for the number one pick. Absolutely love that. And that brings me to my next point, which is starting next week, we are going to preview every NFL team, including gambling lines, futures, fantasy, all of that in a couple minutes a day. There'll be two shows a day, because why not? Who cares? 
and get you ready for the NFL season. We are less than four weeks away from the first preseason game, which means fantasy, you are one vacation away from having to do your first fantasy draft of the year. So get ready. This is interesting to see. Subscribe, follow us on YouTube, follow us on TikTok. If you have any feedback on the show, what you want to hear on Fridays or Mondays, more gambling, more jokes, whatever, let me know. I'll be back same time, same place, Monday morning.